Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 135. Yes, I got it right. <laughs> Took me a second to get it. Yes, totally nailed it. And it was thanks to Noxious, actually, that <laughs> I got it right. But uh, welcome, guys. Uh, obviously, I'm Chan Man V, and joined, of course, by my co-host, Ali Straza and Jackie Chan. What's up? Hello. Chilling on this Wednesday, you know, everything's good. Everything's good, except for Twitch, apparently. Except for Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Twitch needs to get the game together. Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) One. Sorry, we're a bit late, guys. Yeah, so we're a little bit late, but hopefully you guys... I don't think you guys were able to watch anything, so... I think hopefully you guys will understand. But I want to welcome back our good buddy, Noxious, of course. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Just... uh... Another day in the life. In the life <laughs> of Professor Knox. Or Knox, yeah, right? Let's, let's call it that. I, I actually uh, did a Professor Knox stream this morning, so mm-hmm. that went well, as Good usual. Stuff. So people have yeah. stopped freaking out about it, right? You would be shocked how many people message me and say, did Knox just go crazy? <laughs> like, seriously, yeah, did he yeah. seriously go crazy? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. So, so like, I actually, I feel like I need to elaborate on exactly what, but I, I'm sure a lot of people don't know what, what the character even is, but um, what happened is, you know, I went on vacation for, like, two weeks total in, in the month of July, I believe, and it, when I came back in August, my goal was just, let's just rebrand the channel, do something entirely new, because I'm getting kind of tired of my, you know, my routine of doing nothing creative with streaming, because it's kind of tough, really, to... And, to, to be creative when you stream, there's very little room for that because at the end of the day, you're still in front of your computer. Yeah. And unless you do IRL streams, you're kind of just going out there um, doing new stuff. You're pretty much at home playing video games, right? And that's it. Um, and now people are looking for you to create to you for creative decks and stuff like that. But not every game has that you know exploratory potential, and it's very difficult sometimes. Even in Hearthstone, when the meta gets stale, there's nothing there's nothing there. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta find a way to keep yourself entertained. So as far as creativity goes, I wanted to create the Professor Knox, which is an alter ego that is a little bit on the crazy side, uh, kind of mad scientist, steampunk yeah. goggles, costume, everything. And people thought I actually got emails from people Wait. think you know telling me that I should get some mental help because they were waiting for me. <laughs> they were waiting you know, verbatim, man. They were waiting for me to enter the depressive phase of my manic depression you know like they were like oh, you're you're, you're way up in your mania man like you gotta oh jeez midlife oh, crisis man. yeah they thought i had a midlife <laughs> crisis legitimately and midlife I, twitch I, crisis yeah this is crazy. I don't know. okay crazy. i admire your creativity man like exactly. I, I think it's cool that you're exactly. trying to do something different it's our, it's our yeah. Sasha Fierce, man. Just our, our inner, yeah. inner alter ego. I need to find yeah, mine. I, I gotta go definitely travel to Nepal and find my alter egos. <laughs> I, tra- I mean, I travel. I went to camp. Right? That's all I, I went camping. That's all I did. The alter it, ego was there. I wanted to do this like two years ago. Just a bit of a bummer that I didn't. Uh, yeah. It's like that episode of Silicon Valley so. where they're trying to figure out the name. And he's like smoking. <laughs> yeah. Are oh, you eating all God. those mushrooms? <laughs> 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 yeah. That show. 
that's kind of what it is. That's that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, man. You know, we've definitely uh, uh, been missing you. Just at least the last time you were here was like what a couple months ago or something like that. So yeah, it's been um, a while. Yeah, definitely good stuff. We've got a lot to talk about in terms of the Lich King today because uh, the final wing of the adventure mode for Knights of the Frozen Throne finally came out. And this is the thing that we've been waiting for because everything leading up to it was pretty much the same as everything we've seen in the past. And it was super easy too. So the Lich King was supposed to be this you know, finale that was supposed to add the difficulty. And uh, it definitely was harder than the prologue in the previous two wings. So um, uh, we're going to jump into that you know, in a second here. And then we're going to talk about global games. Topic of the week this week is what we think of Team Hearthstone. You know, just the, our current um, opinions on Team Hearthstone. Uh, then we've got uh, a couple cards for Mechatorx Workshop we've created uh, with the whole druid theme you know like maybe helping to improve the druid situation and then uh q a at the end where we have a couple questions so uh first off i want to start off just our week in hearthstone just like usual what have you guys been playing anything cool uh jackie you want to start us off yeah i've um i've actually been playing a lot of secret hunter um i've been determined to come up with a hunter deck that actually kind of works um, and so I've tried like loads of different things and actually Secret Hunter seems to be fairly good. Um, Hunter obviously doesn't have that many good one drops, but Secret Hunter allows you to play Secret Keeper as well, which is actually mm-hmm. fairly good. Yeah. And, um, Cloak Huntress is obviously nuts, uh, if you're getting it off with multiple secrets. Uh, Cat Trick is really good in this Jade Druid meta. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it's been going really well. I had like over a 60% win rate with what? it. And I was like surprised. I was like, I'm sure Hunter's <laughs> meant to be terrible, but I'm doing really well. What's going on? Um, okay. But yeah, I think there's definitely potential let's there. Look, let's look at this size. Uh, let's look at this deck here. I, I have it up here. Okay, so anything <clears throat> crazy special about it? We've got, um, like you said, a bear shark, shark in there. Bear sharks. Yeah, we've got two of them. <laughs> bear shark. Dude, yes. bear sharks. <laughs> Interesting. Bear good, man. It's good against Druid because they never play anything until turn. Well, yep. wait, never mind. Yeah, turn five exactly. when they have nine mana. Um, you know, yeah. you know what Bear Shark reminded me of, like when, especially when playing Druid, that I had forgotten over the years, is how good Fairy Dragon used to be against Druid. And now that Bear Shark's there, it's like, oh yeah, I get the hit for twelve with this guy. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Venom Strike Trap, the new secret, is actually really, really good, especially against like really? defensive yeah. decks that have lots wow. of high health things. Yeah, it's really wow. like it's Enjoy very. It. Su- I was really surprised at how how useful it's been. Hmm. Um, but it's it's because they have to kill it, and they're like, oh, they don't. First, they have to play around the secret, and they have no idea what the secret is. And then, if it ends up being the Venom Strike one, they suddenly have an extra threat to deal with, and they can't just play a taunt or anything because you just oh. kill it for free with the poisonous. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Um, but the more aggressive I made the deck, the better it seemed to do. So I, I kind of prefer it without the high mains and just more aggressive yeah. like this. Wow, really? Did you put Putricide in here at any point? Yeah, I, I really wanted Putricide to work, but I feel like it's not quite good enough. Like, almost all the time, it was just a 4 oh, no, just, Looks like he's got some story with Putricide. Man! <laughs> I gotta get this off my chest from a professor to another putrid side. You suck. <laughs> like, professor to professor here. <laughs> I tried so hard. Like yeah. the thing about that card is that it just looks really cool. Like the effect is yeah. pretty unique yeah. until you realize 
sometimes it'll just give you a secret you've got in your hand and are waiting to play. Like, you're like, I've got explosive, like, I wait for eight mana, and I go, you know, seven mana, cloaked huntress, putricide, right? Like, that just seems beautiful. Then you go, explosive trap, and you have, like, let's say a snipe, right? So you're thinking, I'm going to play two traps and get four. You go, explosive (laughs) trap, and it gives you snipe instantly. You're like, well, okay, I guess guess we're getting two traps instead. That on its own is, I mean, to me, that's, like, one of the parts of the variance that just is unbearably bad. And then there's the whole aspect of, what am I supposed to wait for? Like you're I already have three cards, like two cars that are that make my secrets zero mana. Like I don't feel the Putrid brings anything to the table that Cloaked Huntress doesn't do ten times over, like at all. They have the same requirements, you need secrets in your hand, and then the temple you gain is is it's marginal at best. It's for the Christmas tree objective that we all tried the game for Hunter, right? We can, oh, we can do I see. Why. It's the achievement they're That's adding right. in the next expansion. The achievement, the Christmas tree, the pink Christmas tree. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I the my limited experience with it too is the similar thing. And I mean, there are times where it's like I would get all these secrets, but then it's like, oh, how do I win though, guys? Like I don't, I don't know. How I actually yeah, win there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't really do anything sometimes, like misdirection. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. This no. and, yeah, they, they still kill a minion or they hit me in the face when I, I still don't have health. So it's, you know, uh, it's pretty tough. I'll say one thing about Petra's side that really is unfortunate is that cards like him, and I'm not, not him specifically, but a lot of the classic secret hunter decks, like, you know, Misdirection, Snipe, Explosive Trap, Freezing Trap, they're almost um, hampering the consistency of what you want out of him because... No matter how much you'd like to dilute the possibilities to some specific things, you're always going to get the chance to land those classic secrets, even in future expansions when stuff rotated out. Mm-hmm. Now, in Wild, it's completely insane because you have zero idea what you're going to get, um, which might actually make him even more viable. But the the classic set seems to be something of a way to hold back that mechanic from being consistent. Yeah. I, I just think that with, um, with Hunter... There's just not a lot of cards that synergize with traps. Like yeah. you don't have <laughs> cards that get buffed, yeah. or you know, there's totally. nothing that yeah, yeah, you know, like some of the other classes, you, you are able to do that, or you're able to recycle them, or you know, things things of that nature. The, yeah, with hunter, it's not that way. It's like okay, well, these take up those slots, and that's all the value I get, you know, from them. Maybe I can get them for free yeah. and play them, but there's not going to go beyond this value. And I think that's probably the main reason that it's a mad hard. scientist was great because it's like less of an investment i think yeah it was pretty great <laughs> it was extremely yeah. great so i mean great. i, I if, if mad scientist is in standard right now hunter might be pretty good i, I think so <laughs> yeah. this deck this deck would be great like ridiculously good uh-huh. if it was uh, so pretty cool you know we, we talked about it a little bit last week right with um some decks that do well against uh, the Jay Druid and you know, Hunter came up last week in, in that discussion. Yeah. So it's good to see this one for sure. Um, Ali. Gotta, just got to hope they don't draw Spreading Plague and then you're all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spreading Plague against your Unleash the Hounds is just laughable. It's, it's completely laughable. Yeah. So, Ali. Spreading been... Plague, huh? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Are we going there already? We've got to hold back the druid disdain for at least a week. Yeah, Ali, what you what you been playing? Uh, so yesterday I attempted to make dragon mage yes. work. 
Yes. And it was very like freeze mage type build, like double blizzard, double frost, Nova Doomsayers mm -hmm. with Twilight Drakes, um, Cinder Gosa and Frost Lich Jaina. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I liked it. I had a lot of fun. Um, I like put nether spites in there at first, took them out because they weren't good mm -hmm. enough. Um, it just felt like I was so close to winning on but I just couldn't get there. Like, I mean, in the beginning, it was actually doing okay, and then I switched things around, but it just slightly wasn't good enough. And so my, my soul's a little hurt, because I don't know if it's, <laughs> you know, viable in the meta right now, but um, at least it was fun. Um, yeah. Almost, you know, like I said, the, the games were just so close the majority of the time where I was, could almost get there, but just not quite pull it out, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was doing dragon. I obviously did some dragon priest just because I, I was watching your stream like a few days ago, and you you were playing it. So I hadn't actually done dragon priest this expansion yeah. yet. So getting a little bit it's not bad. No, it's actually it's not not bad at all. It's not not that bad against Jade either. And were um, you running um, the divine spirits and air fires? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you kind of have to. Like, you have to you have some have burst. to against Jades and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta have sure. some burst to win there. Um, but then I I got crazy and I went uh, dragon <laughs> shaman. And uh, oh, yeah, I was doing what? Dragon Shaman for a while, and it was you know I was talking to you guys about you know that'd be cool to get you know cold the the scale bane or whatever on uh, the totems and things like that. So I was trying right. that out, and then I ended up somehow doing Murloc Dragon, <laughs> and that was uh, that was <laughs> that was pretty fun. Okay, yeah, that went that places. was pretty fun actually. So um, how'd that go? Uh, yeah. it, 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 <laughs> It did surprisingly well against Aggro Druid, but uh, okay. against Jade, I think it was just, I don't know, it was just a little bit too slow. And Plague was really, really tough. I mean, Plague is just, yeah. I think, good against Shaman no matter how, you, whatever you run. So yeah. um, whenever they would get that, I would have a hard time. I did beat beat them maybe like 40% of the time, 35, 40% of the time. So it wasn't right. it wasn't right. horrible. And, um, you know, going against Paladins and things like that, it was it was very fun. Get <laughs> Murloc on Murloc. Actually, crimes. I can, I can see that <laughs> working. Yes, somewhat. Like you know, Mur yeah. the, the scale bane buffing up the yeah, small the scale Murlocs, and the like, and you drop the war leader, and I can see it spiraling out of control. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if you draw it in the right order and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely a lot of fun, um, and just trying to think outside the box and coming up with something crazy there but uh yeah, i definitely highly recommend trying out like all the dragon cards and and uh, playing around with that guys if you haven't because you know a lot of people played elemental now and obviously jade and and um yeah, there's still lots of tribes you know or groups of cards or you know that, that's that whole synergy that I, I think a lot of people haven't delved into yet just because jade's so good yeah. Um, but Noxious, how about have you? you guys, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, have you guys played Bone Drake much? I had it in the Dragon oh, Mage. Yeah. I, I, did, I played it like once. I, I didn't really love it, though. What did you think of it, Allie? <sighs> like, I wanted to keep it in there. I really did. I just felt like it wasn't good i mean like it, it was definitely good it just wasn't necessary yeah. and and so and and i wanted another blizzard i had one blizzard yeah. and and then i swapped out the bone drake so getting it off another spike historian i think the card's actually pretty strong or like but it just it it didn't fit and i'm sad because obviously that was the card I revealed and so oh, yeah. I've, got yeah. a, I've got a soft spot for for bone drake one thing, I, one thing sorry go on oh no i'm good i'm good Oh, uh, one thing I didn't realize about Bone Drake is that you can get 
um, operative no matter what class you're playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, I didn't think it would be like that, but uh, it's because we're so used to discover now, right? Like we think everything we're gonna get, like the little what's his name, the the corpse digger guy, the three minute three one that sometimes shows up when they evolve, whatever, and they just get a random death rattle. It's like, oh yeah, you, oh, it can right. actually be anything, and. Yeah. I'm just not, we're not, we're so unused to that. It seems like randomness has been funneled now. It's like, yeah, Babbling Book gives mages mage spells. Glyph gives yeah. mages mage spells. It's like, we all kind of know where this is going. And then you yeah. get these these cards that sometimes come up and they give you a random, a true random. Yeah. And then you get a Tyrion, you know, you're facing down a Tyrion <laughs> because they got a three drop that gave them it. You're like, what? <laughs> you just have no idea what happened. And <laughs> yeah. That happened to me with Syndragosa. I got Tyrion and Antonitis for my Syndragosa, and I was oh, like, "Oh, Syndragosa gives oh yeah, the legend. Oh yeah, yes, they, they that's legends. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's like the entire so thing about Syndragosa. Yeah, what? That's why I wanted to make Dragon Mage work because yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Syndragosa is like the fun <laughs> card or the fun dragon. You yeah, know? It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a little slow, like in all honesty, but still, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The my comment about Bone Drake is that I never feel like I. I'm lacking cards, you know what I mean? Like, like especially if I need yeah. a dragon card, you know, like there's not that many. Like, I don't find the dragon requirement as big of a deal as it used to, you know, like when I needed it for warm rest and everything else before. So, Bone Drake's right. just kind of like just another big body, like an it's like a worse operative. And at that point, I'm like trying to get to Drake, you know, like I'm trying to. Yeah. To, to set up for some type of divine spirit inner fire setup, or maybe bone mare if you're running that too, and bone drake's not quite what I want to do at that point. It's a decent amount of pressure. Like I, yeah. if people have the opportunity to polymorph it, like people usually polymorph my bone drake. Yeah. Like they, yeah, they, they place do. a high priority to remove it, so it's good in that sense. But I, I do see what you're saying. Maybe yeah, maybe Nazoth could work, you know. In that's what I was gonna say. The yeah. most success I've had with Bone Drake was actually with Nazoth. The, I mean, I've been trying so much Control Hunter, man. Like you have no idea. It's just I'm so hell bent. <laughs> <laughs> People in the stream are actually getting a bit fed up with it. I'm sure they, they don't all let me know, but some of them are. The, um, I think I've tried everything under the sun. The one list that was interesting was the one with Nazoth at the top end, um, which obviously you know, is always kind of good in those Control Hunter decks. In Wild with Belcher, Bone Drake, and High Main. So you cut Sylvanas, you play Bone Drake instead, so it gives you the card advantage you never have in Hunter. And that's you know, one of those ways you can replenish. And because yeah. you have, you're in Wild, you can actually get, just go insane with the Reno shenanigans. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Like Control Hunter well, Reno is actually okay. Like, it's, it's just as good as a two of Hunter. Because Hunter wow. cards are just so, I don't want to say bad, but like they just don't work in control decks. That you might as well spread them all out, and you'll <laughs> probably end up with a similar result. Um, <laughs> and Bone Drake's pretty okay, like at, hmm. at applying that pressure. But I don't know. It's scary don't know. when it comes back after off of Nazoth, especially if you have two. It's like yeah. hello damage. <laughs> if if only you know we could go that long with some of these yeah. decks. It's yeah. it's not very easy to. Turn go, four lethal, what? I, well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but you know, even yeah, pre four lethal. To, turn four? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've died on turn four today. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, aggro druid, savage druid. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. had like 17, 19 worth of stats. Yeah, that was true. Like, nothing true. I can do. <laughs> you didn't get 10 <laughs> damage on your face on turn one. It's like yeah. ridiculous. Um, all right. Well, anyways, yeah. definitely some fun stuff. Actually, Noxious, what did you play? I didn't get a chance to ask you. Well, I mean, Control Hunter a lot. Deathstalker Rexar, I've tried him in like a thousand shells. 
You know, I thought it'd be more like because I was super excited for Frostless Jaina, but I realized that the only way to play her was like because I didn't like the elemental mid range mage that came up in Ungoro. Like mm -hmm. that wasn't an archetype I didn't like, and I feel like she just pushed that further. So you either play her like that with more control tools, or you just don't play her at all. And yeah, the archetypes where she fits in just kind of bore me right now. Maybe at some point it'll be cooler because she can be her own standalone win con. Like that's what I want to see is just. She's her own wincon where you get to ping and then create um, create water Ellie's. But as it stands, she requires a bit too much of a package that I'm not particularly I, happy I, with. I can definitely see potential in it, though. Like, yeah. it, even the elemental one right now is, I think, decent. But nobody, at least most of the community, probably not us, but most of the community is still just fixated on quest mage, right? And so just that well, type of... I mean, the deck's pretty good. but It is, but <laughs> uh, it's just the same thing with Jade, right? It's... it's like, it's good. Yeah, we, that's all we're going to play. We're not going to play anything else. So. <laughs> Chan Man's bitterness just like, seeps through in one crushing way. I know. <laughs> one massive exactly. wave of salt, man. You're I killing us, hit. man. You're killing us. <laughs> oh, man. We're killing ourselves, man. That's what's killing. That, that's oh, the worst. It's just like watching us kill ourselves. It's like So the thing, too, is like, so as far as I, what I actually played, you know, I said I wanted to play Jaina, but I ended up not liking her remotely enough to do so. So I tried to figure out what other Death Knights I really, really liked. Shadow Reaper Enduin I liked, but I recognized very quickly, well, you play him, mm. you know, probably for the, I would say OTK, but it's like a, a three-turn kill. You just ping him a thousand times and you eventually win. Um, yeah. Not much variety, the chains, so. yeah, it's pretty much There's nothing that. interesting about mm -hmm. it. The, the, the Warrior one didn't really go anywhere. And so as far as like diversity of gameplay, the rogue one and yeah. the, uh, the the hunter one, man, these two are just right up my alley. I just love that stuff. It's incredibly varied, like what you can do with them. I know the zombies are kind of a meme because they're pretty, like, I mean, the, the beasts are good, but you're paying a two mana premium to get them. It's like, yeah, grats, now you have the warlock hero power. Clap your hands, everyone. The problem is the like, hunter doesn't have time to play those seven drops. But it's such a cool mechanic. Like, if yeah. there's a very good chance that becomes viable at some point, like at yeah. the top levels, if there's enough supporting control tools for Hunter to have and draw tools, yeah. really. I yeah. really like it. Yeah, draw. Like it. It's really draw, right? That's the issue with Hunter. It's yeah. like, not really good. Yeah, I really think the, the Rogue Death Knight has a lot of potential. I think Rogue hasn't really been explored that much yet. But the, you can get such insane value out of the, the hero power. I think that, like, I was even playing a, a quest rogue earlier with the Death Knight, and it, I beat a J Druid. No, no. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Look out! <laughs> Who was quest it? rogue. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but quest rogue did beat J Druid, though. Pretty, I mean, pre nerf, right? Like, pretty easily. It's like it's like yeah. little brother yeah. beating up a it, big brother. It did brother. pretty well. I mean, you just get a bunch of five fives. Really, doesn't do very well against that. I mean, now they might just create a wall of fives, stall you one turn, and then find a way to beat you afterwards. But the, I, you know what? I almost wonder if Spreading Plague wasn't them trying to fix the the, the rogue quest before they nerfed it. You know, like it could have been. You have to you have to wonder because yeah, it's like it could have been. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we talked hey. about this. We talked about this yeah. weeks ago about quest rogue. Whenever they nerfed the quest rogue that eventually there might be a swing back to quest rogue maybe it's time folks maybe it's time to fight cancer with Bring Ebola. you know it's like 
I want a bonus side. Yeah, my tumor had a tumor. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So maybe it's time. Maybe it's maybe it's time for Quest Rogue to be uh, revisited again. But I do agree with you. The the um, the hero power for the Death Knight is extremely good, and it's like copying any card that you want, and you get to choose which card you want it to copy too each turn. So it's yeah. it's really really great that way. At least value wise, like you just you just have unlimited ammo. So if you choose Jade, all of a sudden you have like you know some depth to Jade now. If you choose you know some kind of combo ish type of thing, or maybe even elementals like we did before, you know you, you've got even more elementals now. So it's um it it, it is ending up being one of the coolest uh, hero powers for sure. So um. Okay, well, anyways, I, I think that... Why don't we move on to the next section, which is the Lich King, which is <laughs> the part that we were probably going to talk a lot about. Um, so, first off, did everybody finish it? Yes. Yes. Okay, I, yes. I did. I barely finished it in time. <laughs> Holy crap. Last night at 2 a.m. for yes, me. Yes, so. me too. <laughs> me and Allie, like, literally 24 hours trying to finish yeah. this thing. Yeah, because I, I didn't have time to play it earlier in the week, and... Um, I tried not to look at any of the spoilers either. So, I mean, I looked at, I saw some of the videos where like Ben was trolling Tice. So I had an idea as to at least like what the hunter did, you know, and things like that. But for the most part, I didn't. So, uh, all right. First off, favorite matchup. Like, what, what was the uh, class that was your favorite? I enjoyed Warlock, actually. I thought it was, oh. Warlock was actually a little bit difficult, but I played a Morganis Reno Lock. And Rena Lock's my favorite yeah. deck uh, of all time, so I just enjoyed the experience overall. Yeah. So yeah. that I'm, that's gonna sound fucked up, um, but I actually created. So people were playing, you know, Jade Druid just normally, okay. but I decided to play Jade Druid and just put a bunch of two drops in there to thin the deck down to idols, innervates, and auctioneers. Yeah, that's smart. So that that's was smart. pretty interesting. Um, the idea of just using the mechanic to thin your deck, I thought was cool. I'm not sure if it's cool, but I thought it was <laughs> nice because uh, because it's still Jade Druid. But I really like the the idea that you could use the mechanic to your in your favor. And I guess Warrior must have been my favorite one, but you know you had to abuse it a little bit uh, in the second phase with Brawl, where you just tank the damage since you can afford to do that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what what armor did yeah. you get up to, guys, when you did the Warrior? Like 150 or something. Yeah, me too. What deck did you guys use for Warrior? I used um, Fatigue Milne Zoth Warrior, which was pretty good. I used uh, I, ugh, I'm a filthy net decker, but um, <laughs> I, I I used the like the glitch with Keltazod and Public Defender. It's um, not a glitch. I didn't even. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not a glitch. Sorry, glitch is the wrong word for it. But right. um, I used that interaction to uh, <laughs> just drop the what's scaled nightmare and just like let them yep, just yep. get enormous and then finally. Killed the, the last two six and then just. Oh, it's, wow. That was my first instinct. My first instinct was I need a high attack guy because I can never wear him down naturally. Mm -hmm. And I thought the highest attack guy I get in Warrior is going to be a guy that doubles and doubles and doubles mm -hmm. and that's scaled nightmare. The yep. puzzle part was how do I survive? And I think the, the easiest answer to that was let him not play cards in phase two. Yeah. And just keep one, two, six alive, and that solved itself pretty quick. That's what I did as well. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty easy. The spilled nightmares is what I ended up using too. Yeah, so 
that, that, oh, uh, well, there we go. yeah i started with trying to do the infinite giant thing man that that didn't work at all <laughs> it took so long it too. it's way, like dude. you spend 40 yeah. minutes getting and there, i and lose still dead to fatigue, i lose man. oh it's like so killer like, this is the worst this is the worst use of time ever so yeah i, I finally dropped that after about an hour of like doing it. Oh, no. yeah yeah no. so uh, but the, yeah, the warrior one was, I don't know if it was fun for me, but it was, it was probably the most time consuming for me though. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a, got a first try, but I got Oh, did you get a first try? Wow. Oh my God. Really? I just tried to figure nice. out a way to save fire. Nice. And it was, I was looking for taunts. I was going for blood hoof, but then I realized the blood hoof would kill the two six eventually, and that would transition me yeah. into right. the third phase. Yeah, which is <laughs> auto loss, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the puzzle part, was figuring out which tone to use. Um, yeah. At first, I was looking at shield bearers, like double shield bearer, to get the KT double shield bearer to mm -hmm. tank the hits. Um, but then public defender came up, so. Yeah. Uh, let's see, another one I like. I like the paladin one. So, um, Paladin was tough. Yeah, it was tough. I, have, it, I, had a I started with Warrior and Paladin <laughs> last night, okay? Those are my first oh, two. So I'm just like, man, this is brutal, dude. <laughs> if all of these are like this, I'm never finishing this before the show. But so I started with both of those and eventually I, I ended up, uh, I ended up getting it. But it was a lot of iterations though. Like I went through, um, I mean, I, I started off with just kind of like your Murloc deck. Then I, Obviously, same. transitioned very quickly to, yep, to <laughs> control, and then I ended up with a pretty just big paladin at the end. Like I just had big paladin. If they're Relaunch, did it work? yeah, Ooh, like, big paladin. Yeah, I just I had like all my dragon lords and death wings. And stuff. Yeah. I had all those things at the very end, and as long as long as it, I was able to get two of them on the table at once. At towards the end, I just I was able to win, but it took a while okay. to get to that point. Yeah. I yeah. did a buff paladin. I had young dra young dragonhawk. Is that the little one? Yeah. one that yeah. it's called? Yes, that's the one. And every buff in the world. Um, they didn't obliterate it though. Uh, no, no, he did. Okay. That and the hunter, because I had the molten giants for hunter. It was just, can you get the card you need, and will he have the obliterate? Right, 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 got it. <laughs> that was my, my next life. And oh, um, I finally got there. I, you know, I buffed it up well enough, had divine sh shields on it, and f finally got there. But yeah, it took a while. <laughs> How much healing did y'all? I had to put a lot of healing in my deck to to even survive the second phase. Yeah, I had a lot of healing. I had like double lay on hands because I was playing Exodia Paladin because obviously you can use wild cards uh, with Emperor, oh. it makes it a lot easier. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. Fun. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I My tactic was kill him before phase. turn seven. Like, yeah, I got to seven, I lost pretty much every time. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I guess I'm. If he had Blizzard, I lost. If he had turn seven, I lost. I was just, all right, turn five clock, here we go. Every, every game. Face yeah. Hunter. Everything just was, I don't know. I mean, some decks it didn't work that way. Like Warrior, Warlock, you could mostly-ish take your time. Like you had yeah. to, kind of. Um, I've, yeah. I've definitely felt the um, the power of uh, Bone Mare more so playing oh against the Lich God. King than playing any real person <laughs> ever. I'm just like, Bone every Mare, time man. Miracle gives down, I'm just like... 
Damn. Damn. That's a good card. Exactly. Definitely one of the best cards from the expansion by far. Like, it's so good. Oh, man. It's just, it literally just steals games from me. Like, I'm like, oh, I got it. I'm finally, finally stabilizing. Then, boom, one bone mare. And you're like, Okay, maybe I can get through that, and then the second one comes down right after. It's like that obliterate. He'll just have none for the first three turns. Yeah. And he just has runner, runner, obliterates after you set up a board. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess yeah. we speed charge. Hey, can you know one thing I thought about after I finished all this stuff that I never tried? Can you steal his hero power? No, I tried. Okay, so I, just okay. I never got a chance work. to try it. Okay, <laughs> he okay. tried it, wow. Yeah, I, I never got a chance to try it. So I, I really wondering. wanted to kill him with his own game, but it just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing that happened to me, I don't know if... Did this happen to any of you guys? You know when they play the Frostmourne and they get all the two sixes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, once they did it twice in one game. Did anyone else have that? What? No. Yeah, I was playing I, I Paladin. How? Wow. What? I don't know. He had, he had two Frostmourns? I lost. He had two Frostmourns? Yeah, you're too. That never happened to me, no. Yeah, my whole chat <laughs> was going crazy, on. like, what? <laughs> like, come you on. should make that into a YouTube video, because yeah. I think yeah. that's super unusual. <laughs> the game was actually going pretty well as well, and then I was like, what? <laughs> is there a way for him to hard to recover from that? <laughs> is there a way, is there like a, an actual car that would give you a copy of a weapon? I'm uh, thinking if there was ever a world in which he's able to copy it and I mean, somehow... Doomerang gets it back. Yeah, I mean, you could you didn't have it from Lich King or anything like that, right? Like you didn't have it in your hand. Did uh, you? Cuz you can have one no, too. No, I wasn't playing Lich King. I was playing Paladin with like a load of draw. Okay. Exodia, I think, yeah, that's know. weird, man. Wait, did he did he ever get to steal your Lich King that he would create one in his hand? Well, he didn't have No, I wasn't King. playing Lich. I wasn't playing Lich King, no. Okay. That's why I don't know. It, it might have well, been a bug. You, you, could, really you could still you could still get the Frostmourne from the two three, the one one mana two three that drops a, a ah. So if you stole card. that, you might have given a hit. Well, no, because that's not a card, right? I don't know. To be honest, I just I didn't really think crazy. how it happened. I was just like, that's oh my god, I'm just gonna just clip it, clip it, and send yeah, it. Clip it. Yeah, somebody clip this. Somebody go back it. to Jackie's yeah. uh, stream. Right, I'll get what's the body game. Yeah, that's, that, that's so, pretty crazy. I have, a, <laughs> I have a better question. Had you consumed anything illicit before the attempt? <laughs> Is yeah. your memory Are of it or blurry? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, 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 let's see. You know, I'll get that bond and I'll show you guys. I'll show you. I guess which one was the easiest one or kind of like all right they spent all Three their spend. energy on Kathy it Mote, and i just <laughs> mdk the rogue was pretty easy zip it zip it <laughs> did y'all did y'all do that with priest yes to try and oh yeah that was good zip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think that yeah i think so too druid druid and priest are probably the two you just shaman was pretty easy as well just just uh, murlocs. Murlocs yeah. were OP in this. Like yeah. a, a rogue, yeah. I used murloc, shaman, and mage. All murloc yeah. decks, and historically, yeah. murloc decks have done well in adventure mode too. Yeah, makes so, sense. I think I think the inner fire, the vine shield, the vine spirit inner fire deck, and murlocs have always been good for me on on <laughs> adventures. So it was pretty similar, except for I didn't use the divine inner uh, this time around. Oh, you did it! I just played mm -hmm. purified priest. Oh, did you? I beat him through the blizzard. Yeah, I did pretty much the same. Like, oh, the okay, right, right. That makes sense. Oh yeah, <coughs> I should have totally done. That. What did you guys do for uh, Hunter? Hunter was pretty hard. Hunter's hard. Oh yeah, the, Face the Hunter. All, that's the all spell one, right? Um, 
Was that the awesome one? I just went, I went face hunter right? and I put yeah. myself at. Took zero damage, killed him on six. That was it. <laughs> really? What? He can't deal damage to you. Like, there's no way he deals damage to you unless he gets to seven, right? He wow. can't get to your face. So you, I just put a bunch of face face cards and went face. I was at eight wow. health on turn one, and I didn't care. Yeah, and yeah. I realized oh, wow. quickly. I realized quickly that you actually do have to take damage, right, from the from minions. Yeah, but I didn't do that. Wow, that's crazy. That's. I mean, I got lucky with the hyena opener. I, I won't oh, lie. Oh god! I went with like yeah. the I got the hyena and then a really sick unleash, and then the second hyena came off the top exactly on five. So I got like the double hyena dream with fourteen attack wind fury. <laughs> <Cracking laughs> oh disgusting. my god! That's crazy. <laughs> that's I got you know, when I say easy, later. I mean you gotta get a bit lucky, but it works. <laughs> that was basically what I did, but I had molten giants, and I insta conceded or restarted if I didn't draw molten giant in the first two turns. <laughs> Every oh single God. time, I just waited. I just I waited for molten yep. giant, and I and it, and that was another instance of hope he doesn't have the obliterate. And then yeah. one time I had the dream, <laughs> baby. RNG. into hyena, into molten, and I just he didn't have it. Done. Oh. That was probably one of the most satisfying ones to get because I was just, like losing my mind. Man, I yeah. tried to control Hunter at first, right? I, I legit went like toe to toe with him, tried to do it fairly. I have a Rex Star, Death Stalker, huge lifesteal stealth um, beast yeah. that did like the dishes and everything. I couldn't even, like, there's nothing to do. Like, yeah. he gets it's not even close. I, I almost finished it with Flappy Bird <laughs> and that I'm trying crazy oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, I was really close, and then I oh, the, the, I I just came up a little bit short because it wasn't enough. But that that was a fun one too. Um, I should have done what you guys are doing. It sounds like you guys all went face. I ended up doing like Barnes, Yashaj, Maligos, Hunter, and like... <laughs> yeah, I tried That's all cool, sorts of though. stuff, man. Like the Barnes, Yashaj... <laughs> I know, I tried Barnes, Yashaj, Gazrilla. Yeah, I was I was looking for my yeah. RNG. I was like, you Barnes, Yashaj, that pulls out the gauze. You're good to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every time the Gazrilla landed on the board, all I heard was obliterate. And it just yeah, that's the tough part. That's why that, so that's why I avoided like even the priest, you know, because I knew he had obliterate. And then it's just like, oh, if I just... If he just kills it every time. I, I figured the algorithm would no, be he man. just kills it every time. He never obliterates minions that can't attack until you OTK him with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Keep him unsilenced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Abusing that. Um, any others stand out to you guys? Um, um, it was fun. The though. one I mean, that took the most attempts for me was the mage. That took... I was just going for the Kabbalaki counter spell every time. Yeah. And just, if I didn't get it, just yeah. restart Please. straight. I restarted about 30 times. <laughs> I, was I to... tried a Molten Giant version of, with Mage, and I eventually gave up and did a water deck with Murlocs, and I got that on the first try, and I was like, yeah. yeah I think wow. I did the same thing. Really? Yeah. I did the same thing. I went Murlocs cool. with Mage after like mulliganing for Moltens forever. Forever? I must have spent like an hour and a half mulliganing and, yeah. and playing them, <laughs> and then it just gets obliterated. Um, yeah, that happened. Well, I, was, so. I did a combo of both Jackie and Ali's thing because I did the, you know, I did the, uh, you know, the the cabal, and I was doing the giants. And I think I just got lucky that I finally just got the cabal, just the right combo wow. in the beginning, yeah. and just you know, obviously got got the spell. <laughs> so. To be fair, it's kind of cool that there are like two, so many puzzles um, to solve in this one. Like obviously, cheesing it with Murlocs. The few times I did it with the, like three classes, I think I ended up just murlocking and hoping for the best draw. Mm. The 
that was not as satisfying as like puzzling out my way around a decent tempo deck with Rogue or getting yeah. a decent face hunter and just figuring out, well, you know, after three hours of control hunter, let's just play face and see how that goes and just get it. There's something satisfying about that. Yeah. I, yeah. Although I, I, I thought it was really fun. Like it was long, but it was a fun experience. Yeah, I have to say the Lich King is like definitely the most fun I've had on a solo adventure so yeah. far in Hearthstone. I think I hope they do more things like this because yeah. like the first two first two weeks were pretty easy. They were kind of you had to make quirky decks, but they were pretty easy. Mm -hmm. But then the Lich King was a real like grindy challenge with lots of yeah. Like, you have to keep changing what you're doing and, and trying things out, and it's a lot of trial and error. And I thought it was great. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought I liked it too. I I'm. Do you guys, would you guys want it to be a little bit or even more custom to each of the classes instead of, because, you know, like right now it was really that just the one card, just that one mana card that was different. And then everything else about the Lich King was the same. So there was some, I think, positives about that, you know, just because we kind of knew going in, you know, like what it was going to be like and, you know, still trying to problem solve, like, you know, whenever he does get Frostmourne or play Frostmourne and things like that. But uh, would you have wanted even more of a custom experience for each of the classes. You know, so like the Lich King does different things. He might like not different cars, no Frostmourne on seven, shenanigans yeah. like this. Like yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. I don't I see mean, why not. Yeah. I think it maybe. I mean, I think the one, because the one mana spells were so impactful, like it yeah. did mean that every deck you had to make was completely different. But yeah, I, I do see what you mean. So you're not kind of, yeah. Kind of, it came it came that you knew what minions they were gonna play every turn. They were gonna play the two three that gave you a card. They were gonna play the three four yeah. guy on turn yeah. three. And but that's it, what I kind of like about card game puzzles because I mean in Hearthstone it's not even hundred percent predictable, right? Like there are card games where they literally give you a lethal puzzle and it's go solve. This is a bit different where there's a little bit of variance in the way it comes out. Like the two three is not always there on the coin. Um you yeah. know, the yeah. there's always a bit of variance in the way that things no. happen. I think so, they built a good skeleton. You know, they built a, yeah, a very good yeah. skeleton, you know, for just all nine of them this time. But, um, you know, I, I think it would have been the next level, which, you know, was already great. It would have been just mind-blowing if they would have had just, like, a, a little bit of a different one. Like, it would have been funny if the priest one, they just nonstop silencing, like, everything of your stuff. You know, not just, like, <laughs> yeah. your emos, you know? It would have been kind of funny if he was, you know, doing things like that. Um but as long as you, they break it into like these phases and these stages, I think that that's where they really, really hit the mark this time, you know, because it feels more like a puzzle. Like you have to get through stage one of the Lich King and then waiting for Frostmourne. Okay, now Frostmourne's there. You have to have an answer to the, to the two sixes. Mm -hmm. And then so you, you need to have that in your deck. And once you get through that, then, you know, some of, some of the classes had even more to go with after that. Some of them didn't. So, um, you know, it, I think it was good that you, that you could approach it that way. Like you had to build a deck that could even withstand the three phases. Uh, so if they keep doing that, you know, I think just that skeleton, I think they'll, they'll be good. But if they can customize it even just a little bit more, for each class, I think that would be like crazy outstanding. Another notch above that, mm -hmm. which would have been mm -hmm. pretty. Insane. It's more work though, so you know, there's only so much they can do. <laughs> well, I'll say yeah, one thing. I like the way Adventure was handled this time around. Instead of being this thing that you buy, unlock over seven weeks, like because the thing is, you used to have cards gated behind it, right? And yeah. that just didn't feel yeah. good at all for the. I mean, I didn't like it at all. It was just miserable for uh -huh. four four weeks. Um, so I'm glad that it's mm -hmm. coming as like a free thing that you can do. Uh, 
And I'm also glad that people sorted out a way to complete it as free to play, right? Like we didn't really highlight yeah, this, but some true. people did it as free to play. And initially, when I first saw the the challenges, I was thinking, well, there's an easy way to make you buy packs, right? Like this is just it's making Wild. you hate life, man. <laughs> like you can't, exactly. you just can't. And then free to play people come out and say, we're so clever. All of you pay the winners. We did it anyway. <laughs> it's like, oh wow. So maybe yeah. I was wrong, and at the end of the day, it still is achievable. So that's there's many solutions, the right? I mean, that's yeah, that's the I, thing. There's many solutions to the problem. 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 And I like that you could use wild cards as well. Like you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's cool. <laughs> you start yeah. realizing how powerful <laughs> the wild yeah. is. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, well, why don't we uh, move on? And um, oh, one last thing about the Lich King, dude. Funny as voice lines, <laughs> like I. I you know, there there have been some good oh, ones, yeah. but man, like I, I found myself laughing out loud like several times. Yeah, first time heard sometimes you're like, like bro, yeah, how did this get through QA? When you kind of spell his one cost spell as mage, he's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking that can't possibly be yeah. real? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or or whenever you play Lich King, he's like, he says he doesn't say hey sexy or he says something like. Like, you're so handsome. Yeah, you're so handsome, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you, uh, the the amount of pain that you're going to be taking today will be legendary, but not but not your deck or something like that, or yeah, or your rank, sure. not your rank, right, or something something uh, hilarious like that. But anyways, definitely A grade for the the voice lines this time around because they were cracking me up. And, and on the the other side of that same note. Um, when I get the Arthas skin and I don't get an interaction with Jaina and Uther, I'd like to requisition some special work be done because I don't know, man. Like, that just doesn't feel right. Yeah, Arthas' babe true. and Arthas' dad just don't... You can't not give them a line. You gotta give them something, bro. That's true. Please. That's true. They're all part of the Lich King, right? So. Yeah, I agree with that, for sure. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's move on here so we can, get, can move along just because we get um, started a little bit late and talk about global games. So um, global games culmination, the finals, the grand finals happened uh, this past week, and we had uh, you know four of the best teams competing against each other. It was like, uh, what is it, U.S., Czech Republic, Ukraine, and one other one. Oh, my gosh, I'm totally having a brain fart here. Um, who was the last country huh um, ukraine uh, no ukraine, ukraine and, and czech, czech u.s and yeah who did ukraine play first round i'm trying to remember i was watching oh canada is it canada was it, it wasn't canada was it i don't think they got I don't know. south korea south, south korea. korea oh korea. south korea yeah south yeah. korea that's what it was yeah so um, thanks chat yeah thanks chat guys thanks, chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways the, uh, the Czech team for in, for winning it, and they actually beat the Ukrainian team and they beat the U.S. team. So, I would say two of the the favorites coming into the finals, um, led by Stan Sifka. You know, I think he's the most notable person on the team. But uh, I wouldn't. It didn't sound like you guys watched it because obviously you guys didn't know the answer to the South Korean thing too. But um, I don't know. Did you guys watch it at all or? I caught some of the very end, uh, but it, it you know the the timing of it is always a little bit difficult just yeah. because of the. So I end up watching vods and sometimes it's bits and pieces because I can't sit down for the full thing. Yeah. Um, okay. But the fact that Sivka, you know, at the end of the day, ends up getting 
Another top finish in one of the highest yes. profile events. I mean, he, you know, that's not like a, you know, the world championship, but it's it's equivalent to that in a way in terms of how much time went into it and the amount of games that you had to play. But because it's a team event, people might make it uh, less of a focal point on the player and more on the team. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, he's a he's a pro tour winner in Magic. He's a chess, you know, fit a master player. He's now he's doing amazing result-wise in Hearthstone just based on this performance alone. If you don't even look at the rest of his yeah his plays, um, I'm I don't know. I'm just impressed. I, it's, it's, yeah, he's the guy's a he's beast. He's been a good man. player for a, a while now. So yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, you know, definitely notable. But um, you know, this event lasted man, how many months? I think it started in March. So this has been going on for yeah, a while. It's been it? a long time. And yeah. Jackie, you participated in it, given that you were on the UK team. So um, yeah, we didn't do quite so well, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was still fun. Still had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I I wish they would have done the finals at BlizzCon, because you know I, I think it would have gotten a lot more hype. You know, having more of a live audience, and I mean the fact that US is there too. You know, just being in the US, I think would have been. Um, yeah. Just like the crowd would have been See? cheering, you know, obviously pretty loud for that. Uh, so, you know, I'm surprised that they're doing this because I don't think they're doing anything competitively at at BlizzCon. You know, there's definitely some things planned, but but nothing like HCT or World Cup or not World yeah. Cup. Sorry, Global Games. Yeah, but something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so outside of that, you know, I think you know, overall first iteration of Global Games is um, pretty good. But I, I don't know. I, I wish they would have. I don't know. I don't know what they could have done. Did. Yeah, it, it's so many games. You know that that was the thing. It, it just happened over so many weeks that people just start forgetting about it. You know, just like oh, it's the global games again. So there's not as much hype. Um, I don't. Did you feel that, Jackie, or did you feel like there was a lot of hype just around your matches every time you were playing? Um, there was a lot of hype at the start. Like mm -hmm. at the start, yeah. everyone was like really into it. It's getting a lot of viewers, and everyone's really hyped about it. And then yeah. I think because it went on for such a long time, it kind of dipped a bit in the middle, mm -hmm. and a lot of people lost a bit of interest. Especially if like your country that you're rooting for is like dropped out. Um, uh, yeah, people lose interest again. And then obviously, when it comes towards the end, like quarterfinals, semifinals, etc., then it, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a U-curve interest, I would say. Right. Yeah, so um, I hopefully they're going to, you know, I, I hope they do it again. I would say I, I hope they try a different format for it just because, um, you know, it's just your normal games, right? Like, there's nothing that special about watching it. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, maybe the viewership wasn't crazy, crazy high. Uh, so maybe they can think about something a little bit different. Still have them representing your country. I think that's really, really cool. But maybe have them do, I don't know, some type of newer team format, which leads condense me to condense it somehow. Yeah, condense it. You know, not not have it go like definitely not have it go like five months. I think that was just like really yeah. really long. Um, but that kind of leads me to the topic of the week, which is how do you guys feel about Team Hearthstone uh, right or at least today? Because you know, about a year ago, maybe two years ago, you know, Team Hearthstone that's like brand new thing. We thought it was like amazing, awesome. You know, having the whole comms where you can hear the team talking to each other, that was all brand new back in the day. Uh, now, you know, it's we've seen like at least five to ten events now that, that have been doing that. Yeah. And do you guys still like it? Do you, you think there's still a very good appeal to the Team Hearthstone formats? I don't know how to put it, but the... We talked about that as a as a matter of how to frame the team, right? Like 
do people root for the team or their country? Do they root for the individuals within the teams? Like, were Czech, were people who were rooting for the Czech team, for instance, were they rooting for Sivka or for Czech Cloud or for um, the anchor? I can't pronounce his name worth the, you know, my life. <laughs> or Pokrovac, right? Like, they they have different, they have different players, but like, who are people getting behind? And then the question, of course, I think I think that's where the question needs to be looked at from. It's maybe it's the way it was framed that wasn't. Um, compelling because some of the team formats in the past were very much about teams, right? It's like Tempo Storm or you know Complexity or you know Archon back in the days. Like they, they yeah. were differentiated that way. Yeah, true. Allie, Jack, Jackie, and I uh, participated in Battle of the Best with um, Sun of Glass, and I I really enjoyed that experience. I thought it was fun, and I, I when it came to the individual teams, like kind of like getting to see how we all interacted, um, I, I thought it was interesting. Like uh, when I went back and watched other matches, G um, <clears> two <throat> and, and Himbo Storm and, and, everyone, oh, yeah. and everything. So um, when it was the individual teams, mm. I thought it was very cool, and I also think the countries is is, is fun too. Um, do you all do you all like the the team tennis format, or do you like the Everybody talks to each other and decides on like there's just basically somebody driving. Uh, I don't like when yeah. there's somebody driving and they're debating because it ends up strong personality. That's yeah, maybe one of the better players that ends up making all the calls and the other players have either to nod or propose some <laughs> inane alternative line of play. <laughs> like, hey, we could wholly know but to wipe his board here. How about we just pass the turn, take more damage, and bait an extra two-two? It's like no, 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 no. We never yeah. do that. So let's. Yeah, not it's it's it. sometimes difficult when you're in a team, especially in global games. Games where you got four on your team, so you have yeah, four yeah. different people playing one yeah. game in a, in a game that's meant to be played by one person. It can right. be uh, a bit tricky at times, especially if you've got two people who, like when I was playing global games, I was actually su really surprised at the amount of times we disagreed on plays. Like I thought mm -hmm. people would be in the same boat a lot of the time. And um, it, a lot of the plays were obvious, but actually, it's it's actually crazy how much professional players kind of disagree on little That's small good. decisions. That's good. I mean, it's definitely. Well, um, I think Hearthstone is a game where sometimes you can take different strategies, like yeah. like you know. So it's not just like there's one right line the, the entire yeah. game. And but I do think though that if you make a decision to go one line, you kind of need to follow it up. So it's like if you make one correct line and then you try and switch it halfway through, that's where you can kind of get into to issues. So yeah. I can see how the conflicting opinions. That's, that's actually one, you know, to add to your point, Ali, that's actually one good thing about Hearthstone is that hasn't been figured mm -hmm. out. You know, like all the probability yeah. and, and lines and, you know, all the scenarios, they haven't been completely figured out so that there's is a singular right play every, every I mean, there probably is. It, you know, like nothing there is always a, there, there is always a singular right one, play. Yeah. So it, it's just, you know, Hearthstone, we're not, we haven't gotten to that point where some crazy mathematician has, has tried to mine yeah, data fair. and come up with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. I, I guess my, my issue is like, there are games in Hearthstone where the decision making isn't, um, that like that much of a of a focus mm -hmm. like there are games that just play themselves out and those like having people talk to each other about those i mean that's just kind of boring to, to listen to because you know what they're thinking you've done it you've seen this a thousand times it's a card game some of those games occur now the ones that are super interesting is when you get into lines of play that are just they're the ramifications are infinite um mm -hmm. then that becomes really interesting but yeah 
some of the games I think are a little bit um, I, boring to watch, and you can't isolate those. So it's either it's an all or nothing package. Yeah, right? you yeah. have to either do it all the time, or maybe you could do you could hybridize it, right? Maybe some sets are done individual by individual, and other ones are the whole team together. Yeah, you could do like singles, doubles yeah. type of thing. Yeah. That, that could be interesting. I I wonder. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Allie. No, if you I was gonna say I wonder if number of players. Like, I actually do think there would be a difference between three people on the team and four. Like yeah. when Jackie and Sunfoss and I we did it. Like, I feel like for the most part we all communicated pretty well. But maybe if you added one yeah. extra person, like that fourth person could totally it'd be too much, and maybe three is the magic number or something along those lines. Yeah, I mean it's massively dependent on personalities as well. Like, not true, there, like, very true. You, especially if you get like four strong personalities. <laughs> Highly unlikely, happen. but it could happen, I guess. But um, from, from the viewers, from like a spectator's viewpoint, I think in some tournaments you can you can actually hear the, the, the players communicating. So in global games, you couldn't really hear. You just had the casters and the players would talk yeah. to each other. But some events, you can hear the players all communicating with each other. And I think that's really, really good from a spectator's standpoint. Mm -hmm. You can like mm -hmm. go through the actual player's thought process and what they're thinking and why they're doing what they're doing, rather than... The casters who are kind of just guessing sometimes what, like, yeah. what they're yeah. thinking. Sure. Like obviously they'll the casters know what they're talking about, but it, it's good to have the kind of it from the player sometimes. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think the the comms is definitely something that we've we've seen you know, we've seen a lot more in the last year. I think it started with like Seal and you know the Red Bull Seal tournament, and now it's you know we're starting to see it more and more um, at, at these team events. Uh, so I, I do like that, but even that right now I think is getting a little bit you know old you know like it's not a new thing anymore so um keep that but put them in a different format because i i just i just feel like de-emphasizing the games themselves is a direction that we should take you know just as as an event organizer um because that's the least interesting that's the most repetitive part right now like we all know how games play out we, we've seen it's pretty rare that we're going to see something that's just like so outrageous. You know, it happens every once in a while. Obviously, we talk about it, but ninety-nine percent of the other times, it's just stuff we've seen. So it's kind of boring, to to be frank. Well, um, yeah. So right. if we can, you know, I think emphasize more on maybe stuff before. You know, like so with the seal term, for instance, it's kind of cool when, when um, you know, there there is that whole building of the deck kind of portion, and and, and even that, like I wish they would show more of it. They they don't. Um, but, you know, one thing they did at the Sealed that I think a lot of people might disagree with me because it's a little bit frenetic from the standpoint of watching. But I like the fact that they played all, th like, when it was 3v3 at the, that, Red, that Red Bull Seal tournament, they were all playing at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, there was that, that type of parallel play. And, and sometimes they would look over each other and, like, hey, I, I need some advice here, like, real quick. And then you'd kind of see that kind of interaction. But, but... Um, the fact that they were switching from games made it a little bit harder to play, but I do like that feeling of it's like a little bit more exciting when things are going on at the same time, scores are being <coughs> being put up, you know, at the same time versus just one at a time, like eight hours, you know, one at a time showing every single match, you know. So, um, I you know I don't have the answer specifically. It's just I I just feel like there needs to be some type of frenetic aspect added to the the formats because right now it's it's just straight up games you know like we st we still spend 70 percent 80 percent of the broadcast on just the games and that's not that interesting anymore to me you know it's like 
Well, I mean, it's still an esports, you know, tournament. So it is. I, I you, do agree you with have card games. Yeah. You probably want the like the drafting. It's like game modes, right? Like different game modes would. Even for the uh, I call it the pro tour, the the championship mm -hmm. tour, um, it would be nice to have different portions of skill being tested instead of just yeah. you know, standard constructed. Like, how about they have to win yeah. a wild tournament? They have to win a standard tournament. They have to win yeah. like a drafting tournament. You get points in different areas, and then you can say, yeah, like, he's the best Hearthstone player, not the best. I mean, you standard could, constructed player. Yeah, you could go simple. Like, uh, you could just have one day one be standard, and then day two the same players. Sure. Like the for three sure. of you guys, Ali, you know, Jackie, and and. And Glass too. Like you guys could have just played standard first day, and then arena the second day, and then maybe just teamed up. You know, like you guys three on three. You know, type of like uh, on one yeah, game. You know, type of thing on the final day. So it's just that kind of variety. You know, I think that we just need more. Need to add that that to the the event formats because right now it's just a lot of the same. You know, and we got need to get away from that a bit. Um, but it sounds like everybody like still likes the team format. Is that safe to say? Yeah, on mm -hmm. on paper I do, and I, I think it works out okay yeah. when personalities like there's the, there's magical teams that just work together. There's just zero yeah. zero awkwardness, communication all the time. They laugh, they giggle. Other people are just like, shut up, I need to think, and it, like that's <laughs> a different experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're yeah. looking at them, you're like, well, this guy is thinking. The other ones want to talk, but if they talk, he's shutting them down. So pff, that's not happening. So like Jackie said, it's personality dependent. But, so. you know, it just, it comparing it to, to other sports, I feel like there are certain athletes who are really, um, I don't know what the word is, you know, outgo outgoing and, and, you know, they're very good at like pumping up the crowd and stuff like that. And so I think it's yeah. just, you know, it varies person to person. If you've got a group of, of people that are outgoing and, and have entertaining presence, you know, it's, it's going to be more interesting to watch. So, yeah. Okay, well, um, why don't we move on to uh, MechTorch Workshop since we have a few cards, or at least two cards that we can maybe talk about. Uh, and Ali and... <laughs> I haven't seen them. I, I've, I've only seen one of them, so we're going to bring them up, up here. Uh, first one being uh, Mana Tree. Yeah, okay, so the theme, guys, okay. if you don't remember, last week we were saying, like, Mechatorks, if you want to send it in. And by the way, if you guys want to send in cards, start it up again. You know, we, we definitely took a break because expansion came out and stuff, but now... We're going to start it up again, so go ahead and send those over to Valuetown at chainmanv.tv. But the theme this week was to make some cards that might help with just how strong Druid is right now. So you could either take the approach of you know, something that counters Druid or maybe a Druid card that maybe in place of something that's already there. I don't know. Um, but Ali has uh, a card that's not a Druid card, so I'm, I'm assuming this would be more punishing a yeah. J Druid or a, a Nagger Druid, and this is a mana tree, two mana. Actually, you want to walk us through it? I'll give them your card. Yeah, I need to like explain myself because I'm not happy with the final product, but it's the theory, <laughs> the theory that I'm trying to. Yeah, it's conversation. So, right? so it's a two mana, one three uh, battle cry, gain plus one attack for each mana crystal your opponent spent last turn. Um, I wanted to punish ramping basically but also find a way to balance it to where you're not just simply punishing for you know your opponent opponent playing a card so i couldn't figure out how to balance it but this is in a pinch what i came up with so i was like let's figure out a way where we could potentially punish for ramp uh, in in a certain way mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah okay 
Because I don't think this is perfect. I, I think uh, Chairman was saying earlier, like maybe you change it to the point where it's like added, like extra, like an innervate or a wild growth or something like where you did. Just your. No, I think it's okay like this, time. honestly. Like a two mana, I mean, a two mana three three, I think as a neutral card might be too much, but if you. Mm -hmm. that, that might be it, right? Like as a neutral, maybe that's the problem. Um, right. Maybe you're looking to slot it into a class to just. You, you want you want to create like a rock, paper, scissors where people are defaulting to one class because yeah. they want to Shrek Druid. And I think that's acceptable. So you could technically just put that somewhere else. Yeah. But like two mana three threes nowadays outside of aggro decks just kind of. Like yeah okay like we've got we've got mistress of mixtures if we're looking for like a strong early tempo two mana three three is great but it doesn't inherently solve the problem um, mm -hmm. yeah so, I yeah I think that um, well I mean it it solves a problem in the fact that you, you do punish them pretty hard in the very beginning so you would buy some time or maybe even if you're a tempo based deck you could get tempo pretty quickly if you use this to the right time. The, the only thing about this card, I think that, you know, is the late game. Like, if it's turn 10, then all of a sudden this thing is like an 11-3. 11, 11, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. Is it's that a, a problem? <laughs> We're playing one <laughs> 13s buddy. Like, I'm okay. That's true. And, and this is a lot easier to kill. It's got three health. You know, like, this okay, is an easy right. wrath or true. removal at the end of the game, you know? Yeah. This dies easy. Yeah, well, we, we do have zero mana 8-8s at the end of games and stuff like that. Right, exactly. like it's totally exactly. fine. Okay, yeah. okay, maybe you guys convinced me that it, this might two be... Two mana zero This is, not, this <laughs> is a crazy three. power level, though. I mean, we're talking two mana now. But two mana zero three. I think a two mana <laughs> zero three makes it fine. Okay. I entertained the yeah. idea of zero three. I, I agree with that. Okay. So. Okay, yeah, it's definitely cool and definitely would fight off that early ramp, you know, those early whatever they are, Mark. Mire Keepers or the Jade Spirits and things like that, right? So, uh, pretty cool card. I uh, I was, like, smiling, <laughs> laughing just a second ago because I didn't actually see Jackie's card <laughs> until just now. Oh, I <laughs> At least the name. Okay, the this, name. Is, this is going to be good. <laughs> the yeah, name I got is, a bit of a meme. Oh, God. This is going to so be good. good. What? So I, was, <laughs> I was thinking of... I was thinking of how can I make... I've been playing Hunter, like, non-stop, and I was thinking, oh... Hunter should be really good against Jade Druid, but it's just not. <laughs> How can I make my Hunter deck good against Jade Druid? It's the name, though. So instead of <laughs> ultimate infestation, we oh have God, ultimate God. penetration. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> a, a plus on creativity. Oh my God. Okay, okay. 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 It's a five mana three one stealth. Battlecry, your hero and minions can ignore taunt for the rest of the game. I, my main <laughs> three, at wow. least to yeah. get past the problem of spreading spreading plague. Yeah. Okay. I, I think you'll you'll end up killing more stuff than spreading plague <laughs> with this. <laughs> ultimate like, like ult ultimate Just penetration <laughs> countering spreading plague. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, oh man, that druid wow. got old. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, Ali, what are you gonna say? I can't I cast like, this card, Jackie. <laughs> I like the idea. Um, it just seems like people would just go fake. Like this is just the ultimate aggro card. Like yeah. Yeah. you know, just it's the ultimate smart hunter card. So. But what if you yeah. misdirect them? <laughs> no, no, they can't misdirect them because they're druid, right? So, what is there anything yeah. that they can do? I guess they can't, right? 
Except but I like how you made it five mana because usually on yeah. five mana yeah, you're playing yeah. ultimate infestation. So you're actually <laughs> <laughs> you're still exactly matching them card for card. But oh, do you think the, the ability of um, ignoring taunt so instead of a silence, just a whole ability you just you can just ignore taunt for the rest of the game? Yeah, I, like, well, do you maybe think not that the whole game. Be... I honestly I think it's too powerful to be honest like it and all and all canceling i mean silencing or destroying all taunts on the board at the moment i mean i'd be okay with something like that but like for the rest of the game then all of a sudden you just totally countered some deck you know like in an event imagine an event right somebody yeah. somebody nobody will ever play a taunt type of deck anymore because of it so well i, I mean feel... i don't think it's that bad as an epic me go ahead Oh, oh no! I was just gonna say I feel like the game caters to aggro, you know, and and I and yeah, I feel like this is just point. giving it another tool when the, the it's already set up for aggressive decks to kind of excel. So that's a good point. Yeah, it's the ultimate tool. Like outside of Haunt, yeah. I mean, you have heal. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you're gonna lose, like for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess there could be a mechanic like flying and magic where you it can only be blocked by other things with flying. Like that would be. Right. Oh. I, I wouldn't okay. mind a, like oh, a class of yeah. creatures that can only interact with each other, right? Like ethereals. I don't care how you want to call them, but like huh. they're ghosts and they just they can block each other. But never mind, no one else can actually interact with them. I think that's. I mean, let's be honest. That's gonna happen at some point. So let's just put it out there. That mechanic will show up. Um, I have no doubt about that. And it will. What probably... minions that can just ignore taunt or that ignore minions that don't have the same type as themselves, right? Like, let's say they're uh, ethereals. Um, if you don't have the ethereal keyword, then you can't attack that. Oh, or you so you have to counter ethereal it. with an ethereal type of right, thing. Right, exactly. Okay. So you have to basically give ethereal... That's cool. You can, like, make your creature ghostly by giving it a buff or something, oh. and then maybe you can then interact. But that's going to happen, I have no doubt. The, the question, of course, is how... You know, how toxic could the mechanic become? And it will become toxic if there's really no counterplay to it. Um, you know, we've had effects like these be very problematic, but in Hearthstone, where the attacker's advantage is so prominent, you know, this card is busted in an aggro deck. <laughs> and now, if, if the very, default mechanic very. of not interacting with the minion outside of maybe spells existed, then that would be very, very punishing. Yeah. No, I totally agree. <laughs> so definitely some good ones today though um, <laughs> all right so well, I, let me get another like last last word in before okay, this sure. i would like to see cards that actually counter certain other heroes that say you know like a keyword i don't care how it would be called like against druids and hunter and warrior say or whatever i do like it does something more so that you know you have access to a tech card that only that targets three classes um at the same time, if you want to defeat them, now you'd have to find a commonality. But it would right, be like a—I yeah. I could really get behind the idea of class-specific tech cards, kind of like in uh, other card games. They've explored the idea of having uninteractable—I I forget what the keyword is in Magic, but there used to be an old one that basically, if they had a swamp swamp block, if they had a, a land that was a swamp, you could just get past it, and hmm. you know, you would never be blockable <laughs> while there was. Yeah, that there. So it was, it was kind of cool, but it's it's hard to implement in Hearthstone. But I'd like to see them try that out a little bit. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty interesting too. What about what about a two mana two three, battle cry? If you're against druid, destroy one of their mana crystals. Dude, I'm down. I'm actually down. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. 
I I, I don't mind those cars because yeah. they're like they're completely dead, like utterly dead in so many matchups. And against Druid, I mean, it, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but it's like they're gaining seven mana crystals anyway. So who cares about you know one of of the five they're gaining? Um, and that's what I'm talking about. It's like those cards are not cards you necessarily want to have because they're so, you know, people say oh, it's over specialized, it's not good. Skulking guys didn't solve the meta problem. I mean, that's all true. But if the card is semi playable and you just put it in and it's not a drawback to you because you're playing something specific, then maybe there's room for that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I, I don't mm -hmm. mind those anti class mechanics. Just going off of what Noxious was saying, um, I wish that they printed more tri-class cards like i i thought that was a really cool yeah. concept like m maybe it wouldn't work but i i i enjoyed them and i feel like they only released like uh two per what was it two yeah tri-class tri -class mechanics yeah. i guess i just don't want tri-class mechanics like okay like tri -class, the problem with tri-class <laughs> cards is they always homogenize yeah. the game right like everything like for a while every mage was Kazakus, every priest was Kazakus, every warlock yeah. was Kazakus. Yeah. That's, in a that's while. fair. Yeah, yeah and, that's fair. You know, we're lucky it didn't happen with Grimy Goons and Jades, right? Like, we had Jade Shaman and Jade Druid, but like, imagine if all rogues were Jade right now, and all shamans were Jade, and all Druids were Jade, and like, oh, God. Yeah. It would be, yeah, it that would be really, old really quick. It, yeah, no, that's definitely a fair point. I agree. <clears throat> so, it could have happened. There's a, there's a flip side to it. <laughs> Actually, could have happened um okay well why don't we take real some quick questions and then we'll let you guys or at least noxious go here um we've got a question from our friend ahmed n and given that we're talking about druid a little bit he's got a question um about <laughs> ultimate infestation not penetration um <laughs> first does it deserve a nerf or in second please suggest a fun nerf and he gave an example his would be to make it destroy five mana crystals or draw fifteen to mill yourself. So, so um, draw fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think I actually think a a draw ten would be an interesting type of thing, you know, because yeah. you know like, sure. it would make it a little bit more situational, right, to use the card in a weird way, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think I would do something like that. I think I think the drawing type of nerf would be a, a good way to still keep it super powerful, but at the same time, like have at least some type of penalty to it because right now it has no penalty right. what about you guys what do you think man i've got a funny idea you kill off jade idol so they actually can't play two ultimate infestations without reaching fatigue in one game sounds actually reasonable yeah. <laughs> can't you do that what a right fun now? concept a meta game without <laughs> i mean it, it's the reason they're allowed to play punish because they always add more stuff because right now if right. you've not played a jade idol in your game and you draw double infestation you're at exactly two cards from what i've played it seems like they just end up having nearly nothing left over they have no pressure because they don't have infinite growth so but you can do they, that now right you can run a geist and yeah but then their infestation or like usually that last infestation phase to kill you it's never getting played for draw anymore the first one is played for that because they go you know wild growth jade blossom nourish into infestation and they have two cards in hand go back to full um but that second infestation is rarely used for draw like it just doesn't yeah it's just usually kind of there sure. to draw jade idols basically like that's all it draws it just draws a bunch of jade <laughs> idols so 
I'm struggling to think of a nerf because I don't necessarily think the card itself is the issue. And so, and I've said this multiple times. And so I, I can't really think of a good option other than maybe like can't play before turn 10, <laughs> you know, like if, yeah, if, yeah. If, it, if it couldn't be played before turn 10, I, I, I don't think it'd be that much of an issue, honestly. I mean, it's still ins insanely powerful, but um, yeah, I can't think of a, like a solid nerf to it without completely killing the card. What about um, 10 mana, deal 5 damage, gain 5 armor, summon a 5-5, five, five, draw 5 cards. If you don't overdraw, lose the game. Oof. If you or your don't. opponent draws that, five that's card. Pretty damn cool. that's a good if you don't one. overdraw, that's just like your a opponent paladin, draws 5 just like cards. If you, if you drew duplicates, <laughs> discard your hand. <laughs> hey, Jade Idol, how you feeling? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Any duplicates are destroyed. Yeah. No, the, your entire hand is destroyed. Your if entire you hand? Oh my yes, god. Crude, that's, like, yes. yeah, that's like brutal, yeah, man. No, you're dead. Good luck. Have fun. Okay. You deserve okay. it. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so there's definitely some suggestions there um we've got another question here from <laughs> hey asked for fun fun suggestions right um uh, so marin m actually has a um pretty pretty uh maybe a like an educational type of question or and um he asks so this might sound a bit weird but what's the difference between combo deck and a control deck so, um, you know, for folks that don't know, you know, maybe be listening to the show sometimes, we say combo decks, we say control decks. And, you know, some combo decks are control decks, right, with the, right. the finish. And I think that's, yeah. that's probably the answer. Like, a combo deck is a specific type of control deck. Where I'd say, like, combo decks involve using a specific amount and set of cards in order to finish the game, mm -hmm. I would say. And a control deck could win in multiple ways I, I think you could say that but i feel like combo i mean i guess you could win well, multiple ways well there are too. different winning conditions for control deck yeah, yeah it's the win condition that's really that sets them apart so yeah that's the way they win like there's uh, there have been there have been in the past control decks and other card games i mean we've seen some i don't want to i mean aggro aggro combo right like it's kind of hard to have an aggro combo deck um but it's it's happened in Magic specifically, because it allows for degenerate combos to exist everywhere. In Hearthstone, uh, not we so had much. I guess Druid. we could look at we Force of Nature Savage Druid Roar for a long time. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like Force of Nature Savage Roar was the closest thing we ever got to that. Um, yeah. But I've also seen some people, you know, suggest that if Priest ever gets an aggro deck, then you have the Shadow Visions, Radiant Ellie, Mind Blast shenanigans that could become sort of a combo to get to end the game if you get there. Um, <laughs> it's like there are there can be combo elements to a deck. But like one turn kill combos, those tend to be restricted to, uh, you know, very elaborate ones. You know, like faceless Leroy, power overwhelming after mm -hmm. an Emperor Tarsan tick. Those tend yeah. to be relegated to the extremely controlly decks that have time to get through their cards mm -hmm. um, with card draw. And that's your your traditional definition, I think. Of a right. Combo. There are combo decks, I'd say, that are in Arsenal right. Like Rogue right now with. Say the Miracle Shirazin. I mean, Miracle anything, right? Like, I, I feel right. like is a combo deck. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Priest has the the Divine Spirit in a Fire type yeah. thing with like Silence Priest or Tempo Priest. Which That's is an aggro deck. combo deck, if I've ever yeah. seen yeah. it. Actually, yeah. now that for I think sure. about it, I played Purify Priest all the way this season. So yeah, that's an aggro combo deck for sure. Yeah. So um, so well balanced aggro combo deck actually. Yep. <laughs> so, um, 
Okay, hopefully that answered your question, Mirren, because uh, you know, I, I believe me, I've, I've been there too, <laughs> not knowing the the differences or some of the terms that we all use when we're talking about Hearthstone and card games. Um, but okay, well, we're gonna wrap up. I know Noxious got to get going, so um, thank, dude, it's a pleasure having you back on. It's always fun. Uh, any shout outs you want to do before we take off? No, just shout outs to Complexity as usual. And uh, I was supposed to do a fishing stream after this, but since we started later than I expected, there's no fishing stream, so all of you I said I would fishing? fish afterwards. Yeah, I play WoW for fishing. Oh. That's all I do. <laughs> That's all there is to do in that game anymore. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> it's like opening boxes, man, just fishing. Fishing, what I get? Uh, so I people get? use loot crates. I don't I just I don't open CSGO boxes, man. I'm just I'm just fishing. <laughs> Not tackling it. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Um, Jackie, want to do some shouts? Yeah, um, shout out to F. F what, t what team am I on again? <laughs> what team am I on? <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> <laughs> Ali, can you help, please? It's called Fade to Karma, Jackie. Shout out to Fade to Karma. For <laughs> me and Ali, legend, legendary team right there. And um, <laughs> yeah, check me out on Twitch and Twitter, uh, FQK underscore Jackie, and Jackie Chan on, Twi on Twitch. Awesome. Ali? Uh, thank you to the patrons for supporting us, uh, you know, letting us do what we like to do. Um, Twitch chat, thanks for, you know, just being Twitch chat, just chill, watching. Um, <laughs> awesome. If you're on my channel, I'm going to, I'm, I, I think I've got like an hour um, or maybe two to stream after this, so watch me. Um, but yeah, thanks to, to my co-hosts and... It's it for me. Right, awesome. Um, I will uh, round things out by thanking the three of you guys, of course. Uh, everybody else for being patient, given that Twitch was having some issues. And I don't want to forget our patrons, too. We kind of, like, mixed up the order a little bit today. So I do want to give a shout-out to our patrons that do support the show, and we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So we want to make sure we spend a little bit of time every episode. So big shout-out to Mike T and Romy S. We got a new uh, producer, a legendary producer this week, as well as Jacob P, Ray Dan, Bryce L, Cameron M, Paul H, Vincent G, Joel A, Jack O, David H, and David F, just to name a few. Uh, again, you guys allow us to do this each and every week. And if you guys do want to support Value Town, go to patreon.com slash Value Town. Check it out. Um, you know, send us a pledge if you, you do uh, or you're able to. And, um, you know, a dollar, quarter, anything, you know, helps us out. Helps us be able to, again, continue doing this. Uh, also, I want to remind folks that you can find Value Town on all the audio channels that are available. Just, um, you know, audio apps or, and whatnot. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash You can find us there. And uh, if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating because it helps us out, helps people find value town when they're searching for hearthstone or gaming podcasts and big shout out to steven equals 42 in law before grace for uh, the latest uh, kind words and in, in uh, five star ratings so um kudos to you guys but that's gonna be it guys this week you can find all the vods on youtube.com slash champion v and um yeah i think that's that's it <laughs> we'll be back next wednesday oh one last thing i'll be at pax this uh a weekend. So if you guys happen to be in PAX West up in Seattle, be doing two streamer showdowns, a general gaming one and an Overwatch one on Friday and Monday. So uh, definitely come by the Twitch booth and, and find us there, or at least uh, maybe look at the schedule and uh, you'll, you'll find me there too and just say hi. But uh, that's going to be it, guys, for Valley Town this week. So for Noxious, Jackie Chan, Ali Straza, and myself, Chan Man V, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See you guys. Later. Ciao. <laughs> All right. I love you, you can dance.